Parole is taking you to South Africa and how much we need to travel these days. Today I'm introducing you to Trevor and his travel company, Hello Africa Travel. Trevor is an African traveler, backpacker, and his thing is to discover remote places. To be honest, most places in Africa are still remote, but this episode is not about the lack of infrastructure, it's more about finding ways when there are few opportunities. Traveling on a continent can be difficult. Of course, I'm not talking about Cape Town, Dakar, Casablanca, Cairo, and the likes, but if like me, you like to wander in new places. If you don't speak English, French, or Arabic, it can be tricky. But no worries, Trevor and his co-founder are here to help you navigate the southern part first, and hopefully the east and western part afterwards. Africa, of course. Can we leave this travel ban already? Thank you, government. Thank you. Keep listening until the end, or is it the middle? Who knows? There's some exciting news around here. Like one president once said, that's what I do. Here's to the month of July. We still have a couple of episodes to drop, then I'll take a break for August. I'll stay around, though, with my other podcast, Sportive. This July, August is about Sportive, so plug in for new interviews, and you can listen while you pretend reading a book at a beach or elsewhere. One last thing. Let me thank you for your presence, the feedback, the sharing on social media. I will remember you when I'll be at the top. Parole Podcast will be back in September. You can still share, re-listen. Who knows, you might need a reset on something. Parole is on Instagram. And Alex, yes, I call myself with my first name, is a social media influencer on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Enjoy this episode and enjoy your holidays. Parole Podcast with Trevor Chumumwe, who's going to talk about lots of things, touristic, hospitality, and uh, I am one of those who is ready to go uh, traveling uh, to discover the world, even though in South Africa right now it's pretty cold, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll manage. Trevor, who are you? Hello. Hi, everyone. My name is Trevor Chomumwe. I am uh, the co-founder of Hello Africa Travel, a travel company based out of my backpack. I am from Blawayo, Zimbabwe. I have a background in advertising, marketing, and research, and I'm really passionate about the future of African travel and how travel can be a sustainable, uh, what do they call it? Has a sustainable impact in the world. And I believe that it can cause, and it's a vehicle to uh, accelerate uh, economic development post uh, COVID-19. I am currently traveling South Africa as day four of my journey uh, of exploring how COVID-19 has affected tourism and hospitality SMEs in South Africa, hopefully uh, taking it to Africa as well later on in the year. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'm travel, travel, travel. But yeah, like I also enjoy football. Liverpool is a team, Highlanders, Hayes Chiefs. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, that's me. All right, Thank Liverpool. And I'm really excited to be here. Thank you very much. You just said Liverpool and I wanted to hang up, but it's okay because I'm Manchester United. You never walk alone, you know. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. God loves us all. That's, that's what I like to say. Yeah, so South Africa is a pretty amazing country. Huge, many things to ha- uh, happening, but COVID, man, hit you guys like 
restrictions. Can you give us an, another view of what happened in the obviously tourism industry being hit hard like everywhere in the world? How are you seeing uh, what's happening right now? I think like now everything is in a flux. So anything goes, you know, so like it's at a point where um, I was saying to uh, someone on a call this week that it's at a point where whoever has the biggest balls and is able to uh, lead within the tourism sector in Africa as a whole is better positioned to be the market leader because everything is in flux, you know. So South Africa specifically, travel has been happening, you know. Uh, people are coming into the country, people are going out, but it's very limited, you know, for leisure, tourism, uh, domestic travel is picking up. But generally, COVID cases are going up. We're currently in the middle of a third wave, which is horrible. So like everyone was happy going out and things were picking up, uh, events were happening, but literally everything is canceled now. So let's mm. stop because the cases are going up at such an alarming rate and the vaccinations aren't being rolled out as much as people would have loved. So like it's really in like a weird uh, moment right now and everything is just like wait and see, plan for the best, plan for the worst, but keep on moving and keep on doing what you're doing within the regulations, within yeah. the social distancing, within trying to keep everyone safe. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the wave is still there, as you just said. My first question will be more like, how does one wake up one day and say, I want to start backpacking in Southern Africa? No, like it's, it's been a, a long thing. Like it's been like, you know, like it's, it's like imposter syndrome. You're like, you've always wanted to travel and then you're like, you travel and you don't see it through. And then you're like, ah, next time, next time, you yeah. know, and this is the next time. So like the last time I started in Bulawayo, uh, did uh, Zambia uh, and Mozambique and then uh, I haven't done South Africa really well so like it was just like a perfect point where I'm like okay let me try and explore but also let me try and create content and try and document things that uh, people can look forward to when uh, travel comes like in December or whenever people are comfortable to travel so like uh, that was kind of like the thing where I was like, okay, let's try this. And uh, I remember the first day when I checked in at the hostel, I was like, we're doing this, we're doing this. And then um, tomorrow, tomorrow we move to a new town. So like, I think that's when like, I'm, I'm going to be able to be like, ah, oh, yes, day five, new city, new things, you know, because I've been based in Cape Town. I thought like it would be nice to start off in Cape Town, uh, spend time in the city as a tourist where I've been resident and then move it to the next one so like it's really interesting and it's been a long time coming really mm. all right so this is kind of the genesis of hello Africa hello travel Africa you started with a co-founder yes 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 tell yes, us more yes. so so uh, hello Africa travel uh, generally is a marketplace to find trusted local uh, operators, you know, and we focus on shuttle operators 
accommodation providers, tour guides, tour operators, attraction and places. And what we are doing and what I've been doing with my co-founder is trying to explore ways in which we make it easy for people to plan and book their African travels, you know. So that was the genesis of like, how do we, which came from our own frustrations of traveling to uh, look for internet uh, information on the internet. You end up on TripAdvisor mm-hmm. and it's this white person telling you about their experience, but you're like, ah, but taxes are not dangerous. Like which taxes are dangerous? Like which ones are dangerous? Which ones do you go into? Kind of like, you know, so like, it's just like trying to change that narrative around what it means traveling in Africa as an African, telling the stories because people have been saying like, it's really hard, you know, going from here, I can't find uh, ABC. I'm like, have you tried the taxi rank? You know what the taxi rank is, but also understanding safety and trying to communicate that and trying to be open enough to say like, it's not your home environment, but these are people, these are caring people. Uh, how do you become street smart, street smart? How do you, what do you look out for? How do you stay aware of your surroundings? You know, kind of vibe. So like Hello Africa Travel is kind of like a platform that we're trying to build to house all this information mm-hmm. that we have to say like we have traveled these areas. We have friends that have traveled these areas that stay in beaten track outside of They can tell you how to get there without spending 25,000 rands or like there's a shuttle operator who does a scheduled departure from uh, Cape Town. You don't have to go to the taxi rank kind of app. So like we're trying to put those options and make them freely available. So like you don't have to create an account, you don't have mm. to sign up, you don't have to worry about us spamming you about whatever, you know, but like also trying to figure out how do we monetize this thing? Uh, how do we provide value for people that need value? So like we looking around membership uh, tires, like trip planning uh, services, discount, uh, and all of that. So like we're just mm. playing around with like what the future of travel looks like and talking and working with people and the businesses on the ground to figure out how best do we share the content, how best do we document what type of content do we uh, document, uh, how do we enable and support our small businesses in their journey of being discovered online. So uh, me and my co-founder Google have been trying as much as possible to understand. And this trip is us like looking at how do we be on the ground, document more, because if we don't do it now, we're never going to do it. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of like, let's get on whenever people start traveling, they can use us as a resource of finding really welcoming places that are welcoming, whether you're white, black, Chinese, uh, European, Zimbabwean, American, Russian, whatever it is, you know, so like trying also as much around translating and integrating that into the website. So like we're just playing around with how to create an accessible travel resource for tourism and hospitality operators as well as travelers. Mm. When you talk about, like, I'll start first with the tourists uh, before I get into the businesses that you're helping as well. As a tourist, let's just say I have two, two, two sides. I am Burundian and I want to travel. 
uh, to Cape Town, but I don't want to get the, the traditional touristic, you know, <laughs> wave of doing the same places and, and this and this and that. I have different expectations because maybe I'm African and I know what Africa looks like. You know, I'm not really impressed by the lions and whatever I may see on TV. And at the same time, I have a friend who is in London and wants to travel to Cape Town or South Africa in general. What can you offer? Because you said before, like, it's about customization. We're not the same. If we all come together and like, literally we're meeting in Cape Town or Durban, what can you offer us? And at the end of the day, we're like, after the week, we'll be like, that's what I wanted. So, you know, you know, like the biggest thing with us, like we offer you the options, right? We offer you the options and the customizations to say like, you're coming to Cape Town and you're interested in X, you know? So like we're building the platform to be customizable. So like when you go on the website and you filter, right? So like, let's say you're coming to Cape Town and what you're looking for is experiences, right? You want to do something which is not touristy and etc um and you are interested say maybe in history and you are interested in food uh and you're interested say in adventure right so ideally what would say to you is uh share that and then on the platform uh you will get options of things that match your needs right so uh in experiences we are working around um, dinner clubs, uh, restaurants, uh, reservations, collaborations with chefs, uh, opening up different uh, spaces that normally don't open up for whatevs, you know, so like we've done pop-up dinner clubs at heritage sites that haven't been opened to people before, you know, kind of vibe, like it's for adventure, like if you're looking for hiking, like we've got a couple of hiking guides that know uh, the back of Table Mountain because they grew up kind of like it. So like we offer you the options to choose what you want. And the biggest thing is, like I said before, like we offer you uh, the trust that yeah. the people on our platform are verified. They are who they say they are. We have verified with the government. We've taken the time to onboard them and kind of like explain or like uh, teach them on what we believe in around values, customer service, etc. Uh, but also in terms of pricing, which I think like is one of the biggest things trying to be cost to be cost competitive with other platforms, but also allowing uh, the operators and the people to be in charge of their pricing. Uh, we use Paystack as a payments platform so that people can also be able to trust us because yeah. uh, they will be able to either if something goes wrong, they're able to get or like to initiate a refund request and they're able to cancel. We've got a cancellation policy. We've got a COVID policy. We're working with the local uh, health organizations in South Africa currently in terms of like how do we build better protocols, we are contributing to policy around that with our community and we're trying as much as possible to be involved within the tourism ecosystem to create products and to provide services that allow customers to seamlessly travel South Africa, pay for their travels without like 
breaking a sweat, no hassles, no stress kind of vibe. So like that's the biggest thing that we're trying to get to, to say, how do we get customers to travel seamlessly, you know, yeah. like so from your paying for your, for your accommodation to paying for your experience to paying for your shuttle service, to paying for your Uber or whatever. So like we have an Uber integration where uh, if like you're on a self-guided trip, like uh, we automatically schedule the Uber. So like if you have to go at eight to a wine tasting event in Stellenbosch, like we schedule that. And then like because it's a self uh, guided thing then you get in your uber if you're comfortable with boat then we order a boat for you if you're comfortable with diddy we do like a diddy thing so like those are the integrations and trying to make it easier with what people are using already uh we also trying to integrate platforms locally to aggregate more products and put more products and offer like a, a variety so we're doing hopefully a rollout with like two national parks. So like if you're looking to go to the national park and do camping, for instance, or mm-hmm. like it's this really interesting park, like it's more eco and uh, botanical gardens vibes, less of the animals kind of vibes. Like there's like variety and we're trying as much as possible to target and work with uh, solo travelers older senior citizens, people with uh, families, uh, couples, uh, group of friends, uh, work and colleagues, work functions, uh, work team building uh, things, and a lot of co-working and retreat travel across major African cities. So that we find for the traveler to provide a platform that gives them information to all of that. All right. Just a quick recap. Hello Africa Travel allows you to pay easily. No need to bring a stash of cash. Hashtag, Lucine Baladzi will be proud of me for stating this. The company is using Paystack, a Nigerian payment company that was acquired by Stripe in 2020 for more than 200 million of dollars. Yes, dollars. So I hope this gives you some peace of mind. To the skeptic, Paystack is the Stripe of Africa. Hello Travel Africa aims to create a seamless experience for their guests, and this is paramount to a business success. It looks like Africa is going cashless soon. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, listen to episode 33 with Lucine Shutimbabadzi. You will thank me later. I don't have any rights on drug songs, so I have to do this. That's really great. I mean, it's pretty complete. Mm. Above the businesses side of, obviously, you said the word trust, Mm. which is uh, a huge thing that we all need, obviously. On your website, you said that you're planning to train 10,000 people by 2025 this is uh, like a huge milestone for people who are now in hospitality give us a, an idea of how you're planning to do so so we are collaborating like the biggest thing is collaboration with various uh stakeholders and the idea around that comes from pre-covid we had this really need of like how do we train How do we get the operators and people in our community to be able to communicate better online, which was one of the biggest things to say, like, how do we make it better? How do they communicate better? How do they keep uh, their social media and their online presence on point? You know, how do they make it easier for, how do we make it 
easier for them to understand that they need to be available online. So what we've done during COVID and now is to look at a various number of organizations that are doing a number of training initiatives. And my business partner, Gugu, is a digital skills entrepreneur. So like she did like a curriculums, uh, training programs uh, for a number of organizations. And we've been planning around the type of content and doing focus groups and researching with our current group of uh, operators to understand what do we need to train, you know. Yeah, so like we are currently beta testing uh, the training program with uh, businesses in South Africa. We have partnered with uh, Digify, which is Digify Africa, which is a training and skills development program by uh, Facebook Africa, where they're looking to train and upskill businesses on how to use Facebook tools to better communicate. So we've used that as a starting point for us as a business to look at how do we use resources that other people are already implementing to customize it for travel businesses. So like that's the introductory course that we're doing. Um, We're integrating that with some of the learnings that we've gotten on the line. And in the long term, the vision is to have an end-to-end curriculum that talks around product development, risk assessment, uh, marketing, and digital uh, skills, payments, and website integrations, and just holistically around how to manage their business online. And we are hoping that hopefully by the end of 2020, we have an idea of how our program as is now is impacting the businesses. So like we're doing a lot of tracking, uh, we're doing a lot of case studying around the businesses and we're doing a lot of figuring what type of data points do we use to measure this impact of, ten, of training 100,000, I think it's 100,000 or 10,000, 100,000 in, by 2025. Because I felt like the initially it was 10,000 and then I was like, let's just add an extra zero <laughs> just for effect because like there's so much opportunity and there's so many businesses that during COVID are struggling to get people and they have this opportunity to upskill themselves and be discovered online easily. So the training program essentially is us asking ourselves, how do we impact and how do we not only make profit, but spread teachings and build a community that is able to collaborate and sustain livelihoods within the local ecosystems. And by training them to sell online without needing an Airbnb or needing a Hello Africa Travel, a a Chivago, a whoever, who's going to take 20-30% of whatever, then it's something worthwhile doing, you know. So I think for us, it's an exciting journey. And hopefully, end of the year, we're able to share initial insights, initial thoughts, and initial benchmarking on how we are looking to push this and how the partners that we're working with and the partners that we are working with going forward in the future are also able to help us train the people that we want to train. Uh, I have two questions before I let you go. 
One will be, you talked about the payments, the pay stack system. I am aware that some people pay uh, via mobile money, which is a huge thing in East Africa, especially. Do you accept mobile money? For the rest, I do know that cash is still king. In this case, how do you handle the payments? How does businesses, how do businesses in general handle the, the, the payments? So I'll talk from like a South African perspective. So in terms of payments, we use Paystack. So we, are, we have been experimenting with a lot of payment providers and we are currently doing a series on how to integrate these payment providers into your website as a tourism business. Uh, but essentially, each region kind of like has a different payment provider. So like in South Africa, you've got Yoko, you've got Ikoka, you've got a number, you've got e-wallet, you've got bank transfers. And uh, most people here use a bank card. So like there's not a lot of mobile money, e-wallet, um, PESA kind of vibe as in East Africa. What we've been doing is tailoring for that. So tailoring basically for bank transfer, EFT, and card payments, uh, which are the predominant ones that are used in South Africa. And most of the operators that we work with have a bank account. So we're able to quickly transfer uh, money via Paystack to their local accounts. In terms of looking at integrating mobile money, etc., as we move into the various regions and into the various areas, we are looking to integrate local payment systems that people are using. So like it's really custom to what people are using. So like I wouldn't be as saying that we don't accept Bitcoin because we don't know if people are willing to pay in Bitcoin and someone is willing to take Bitcoin, we'll definitely have Bitcoin. <laughs> so like at this moment, payments allows us to kind of like open up ways in which we can make revenue. And closing that tap is not beneficial for us. And yeah, and small businesses, I think like I was saying earlier on, are also open to wherever they can get the revenue. So like if they can get uh, their products onto a French travel marketplace, trust me, they'll put their product on a French Mm. travel marketplace kind of web. So wherever and whoever is willing to pay whatever we take. All right. Um, the last question. As long as it's legal tender. Good to add that. Yes, Thank so you. Because <laughs> you never know. Uh, my last question would be more about the sustainability, because obviously we talk about tourism, mass tourism. And to be honest, I, I understand the perspective coming from a Western country. In Africa, there's so many things to be done. Do you feel like you guys have the pressure to add that to the, to the menu, you know, just to understand that you have to be eco-friendly, thinking about the climate change, things like that, or not at all? No, definitely. Like you can't, we don't live in a bubble. So whatever we do needs to have a sustainable impact on the local community and the environment as a whole, you know? So like, that's what I was saying earlier on, like the biggest thing is how do we sustain local economies? And that's part of the road trip that I'm, going on to say like what is missing in the local ecosystem you know how can the local ecosystem be visited by either people that are coming from abroad or by locals that are willing to explore those areas 
So the biggest thing for us is working with people that understand that whatever activity they do has a positive impact on the community and the environment. And we, the biggest thing also is a conversation that we're having around how and what type of tourism practices uh, we are going to have on the platform, right? So looking at canned uh, uh, lions and hunting and all those things, you know. So like there's really an interesting space around sustainability in Africa now and understanding those nuances, you know, so like around I'm really passionate about hunting. Not that I'm a hunter or anything, but like it's really an interesting topic for me around how we look at hunting and poaching and how we look at local communities around national parks and uh, safari areas and their role in that. Are they hunters or are they poachers? And how does that play around the issues of sustainability and local economy, economies within that context? So definitely we need to have a positive impact but with that, also, we need to look at job security and how best do we innovate, you know, and how best do we allow the local environment to benefit. So you talked about expanding in Africa. What is your next step? Next step is to travel. Next step is to travel. Uh, we are definitely traveling and we're looking at Southern Africa as a, as a base. And um, we are based around in Johannesburg and we are able to connect around Southern Africa, uh, Lilongwe, Maputo, Dar es Salaam, Hamron, ETC. So like the next step is to identify and uh, activate and put uh, those countries on the platform and roll out, you know, so that we're yeah. hoping that we're going to get uh, a lot more uh, destinations and places in Southern Africa and hopefully collaborate with people and platforms from across uh, the other regions of Africa to hopefully create a super travel app that covers mm -hmm. the continent because we know our different areas and we be able to kind of like reach away the audience so that's kind of like the long-term goal to look at how do we serve the whole continent and create a platform that serves not just southern africa but africa as a whole that's great i mean i can't wait to visit cape town and i'm telling you this if when i visit maybe next year maybe the end of the year who knows i would like to surf so i'll get in touch with you guys and be oh, shown sure. We have, a, we have a really nice surfing package that's going live five days, not in Cape Town, uh -huh. uh, in the Eastern Cape, uh, in a place called Coffee Bay. So like a rural, nice. you share the beaches with cows. Oh, nice. <laughs> so like we've got one coming, so definitely you need to come. I'll oh, wow. And then we'll make it happen. Oh, that's great. Okay, now yeah. I get excited. I'll send you pictures. Yes, please. Oh, wow. You, you really find places like really remote that I like, that I really enjoy. And then there's this, uh, maybe this fantasy of like visiting uh, Vinduk in uh, Mozambique because, you know, as East African knows, we barely been to Rwanda. 
I've never been there. I've been to Kenya mm. and Ethiopia. So that I need to work on that as well. And actually, I would like to plug in a book that I'm reading right now. It's called Fly Africa. And it talks about different, oh. the problems of the logistics to flying into Africa. I've been explaining this to some of my friends. And one of the main reasons why it's really tough to, to travel to a neighboring country, for example, the DRC or Tanzania, is because it costs a lot. And it costs more than traveling from Burundi to Belgium or Burundi to, to, to Paris. So I hope your work will really bring but, but different... The question, uh-huh. It's not hard. Like if you... If you don't take the the flight, you mm-hmm. spend like maybe 18 hours on the road. There's a bus that goes from there to DRC. Like there's a bus from from Cape Town to DRC. There is a bus. It no way. Every day. Like no, no way. You, there's a bus that leaves from Cape Town to Lilongwe in Malawi. Like there's a bus that leaves from Cape Town to DRC, like was close to the Zambian border. Like I, I, I remind, I remember and share. Wow. Like there they are buses. African travel is not just flying, right? Flying is, has its own politics. If you want wow. to, like, so like, there's buses. Like I know you can get a bus from Dallas and that will take you across to the DRC. Like I'm really sure, wow. but yeah, like research. So that's I I'll do so. Definitely. Doing right now. You don't have to fly. If you take the bus, you would probably do two other countries that weren't in the itinerary. You can sure. spend two, three days there and pass by and etc. So really, really mm. interesting. There's a couple startup in Nairobi that does drop off, drop on, drop off around. I think it's Kenya, around around East Africa. Outlook. I know COVID. I know COVID took them out. So like, there's a lot happening, and we just need to amplify, share, and document, Definitely. and tell people that it's possible to travel Africa. You don't have to fly. You can hire a car. Mm. You can uh, get a shuttle service. There are options. There are options, and there are wow. trains. They're not reliable. But today, they, they, you can. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I, t- I totally forgot about the trains. But yeah, wow, there's so many things. These are the adventures that may be uh, interesting in the near future for for all of us who think that um, trams and subways and everything is quite easy. So, but the the thing with Cape Town and DRC, really, that's pretty much what I'm gonna focus on now because this this will be a great adventure. Wow. Okay. Thanks a lot, Trevor. Thanks for for really like even putting your passion at like going in all in. Let's just say and think and uh, hoping you. and thinking. Thank you for having me. Welcome, and wishing you really the best for for let's just say starting this July because at some point the COVID and the pandemic has to stop. And for those who yeah, wish definitely. to, to get, <laughs> for those who want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Okay, like uh, they can find us on www.helloafricatravel.com. Hello Africa Travel on all social media. Hi Africa Travels. Uh, my personal travel to Mumu all across everywhere. Mm-hmm. So helloafricatravel.com, travel to Mumu across platforms. Hello Africa across platforms, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn.
in TikTok, wow. SoundCloud, everything. Like Everywhere. we are trying to share, and I'm trying to share a lot of content as I travel now. And yeah. That's really great. And, and then you're welcome. I, I wish I wish we had launched our discount code and then like I was gonna share discount code and people can get discount ever if they listen to this podcast to the end but we don't have that no worries we'll get in touch yeah yes they should say they should say that they heard us on your platform and we'll give them a 10 percent if they say that and if they listen to the end oh definitely discount yeah come on that's pretty cool and for you're welcome and have really a blast in traveling, backpacking, old school, this uh, this amazing country that's called Africa. I'm just joking because some people think so. Maybe you'll, we'll meet in Burundi at some point. We'll be traveling back to Bujumbura. It'll be great. Definitely. There you go. Thanks Bye. a lot. Have a great day.